Konnichiwa, poker peeps! My name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me and Smart Poker Study. So I'm really excited about today's podcast and actually what we have going on with Smart Poker Study in September. Right now, it's the month of YouTube, so I'm releasing a brand new YouTube video every weekday through September, and this week is actually Flopzilla Pro Week, so five new videos this week. Go check them out, smartpokerstudy.com slash YouTube. Now, because this week is a Flopzilla Pro theme on YouTube, I figure the podcast should be the same. So what we're doing is an encore presentation of episode number 377, where I gave you five ways that I used Flopzilla Pro every single day to study or to help my students improve their skills as well. So please, after you listen to this episode, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 408. You'll find a link there to all the YouTube videos this week for my Flopzilla Pro theme and links to anything else I discussed today. Once again, show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 408. Okay, let's get to the Flopzilla's Gambate. Bob, in all my years of calling games, I don't think I've ever been this excited. You're excited? Feel these nipples. So we're talking Flopzilla, baby. This is the best equity calculator uh, for your poker journey, guaranteed. Everybody, everybody must use Flopzilla. Actually, regardless of being an online or a live player. So go to Flopzilla.com right now and purchase it. It is so useful for reviewing hands, learning equities, learning hand reading, learning how ranges interact with boards, all that jazz, and it's only 25 bucks. You get the original Flopzilla, you get the beta version of Flopzilla Pro, and I know that this will be the best $25 you ever spend. But, once again, just like Poker Tracker 4 and like using a HUD, Flopzilla is a tool, right? But it's only a great tool, it's only a useful tool if you actually learn how to use it. It's going to take daily practice for probably weeks or months. I mean, I didn't feel comfortable with it for at least the first month, right? And I was using it almost every single day for 10 to 15 minutes. But that's what it's going to take. You need to put in that time every day to learn to use Flopzilla. The reason why uh, you want to do this work is that it's going to develop your understanding of hand and range equities, and you're going to build an intuition for these equities, right? As you're playing, your intuition is going to kick in, and you'll end up avoiding marginal and losing situations because you've just run the math. You've seen these a million times before in Flopzilla, and then so all that past work will influence your in-game actions. So I'm about to give you the four basic uses of Flopzilla and one expert use of it. But to help you learn, you know, Flopzilla is a super visual program, and I'm doing this via audio, podcast, MP3, you know. But to help you out, I made a video showing the four basic uses of Flopzilla, and you can find it in the show notes page or on my YouTube channel, of course. Now, the idea behind the video is that it is a do-as-you-consume video. So watch it on your computer, open up Flopzilla Pro, and follow along as you watch me demonstrate the four basic uses of Flopzilla. So here's basic use number one, hand versus hand equities. So at its heart... Flopzilla, it's, a, it's an equity calculator. This means it calculates your equity, or your chance of winning the hand, on any street, given the parameters that you enter into the program. The first one, like I said, hand versus hand equities, right? Uh, if you go to the show notes page, you'll see a screenshot of this 
pocket aces versus pocket sixes. If you have the ace of clubs and the ace of hearts against the six of clubs and the six of hearts, and you enter those into Poker Tracker, you're going to see that the pocket sixes has an 18.9% chance of winning. That's its equity at this point, pre-flop, before the flop hits. Now, this is calculated over running millions of different flops. So you can look at that 18.9% equity of pocket sixes here. You can kind of view this as the chance of beating pocket aces in the long run. Like if you both got it all in right now, you, if you have pocket sixes, you're going to win 18.9% of hands. So things aren't really looking too good for pocket sixes, right? That's if you're all in pre-flop. So remember that it's pre-flop equity. The flop can change everything, especially if a six hits the board or if the flop is like four, five, seven, given the pocket six is an open end, all right? So that example was the ace of clubs and the ace of hearts versus six of clubs, six of hearts. But what if the sixes had the two live suits, if it was the six of diamonds and six of spades? Again, the show notes page has a screenshot of this. But the sixes, when they have two live suits, diamonds and spades, their equity jumps jumps up a little bit to 20.2% instead of 18.8. It's not like a huge difference, but now that the sixes can hit flushes to beat the aces, that improves their equity a little bit. All right, so this takes us to basic use number two, range versus hand equities. So you can enter in a range of hands and pit it against one single hand. So here's an example. Your opponent, open raising from the cutoff, and you put them on a 22% range. And that's made of every pocket pair, every Broadway, every suited ace, and 7-6 suited or better. It's folded to you in the big blind, and you're considering calling. So let's look at your equities against this range with three different hands. King-Queen suited, pocket sixes, and 10-7 suited. And screenshots for all of these in the show notes. But against this 22% range, king-queen suited has 50.9% equity. Pretty nice, or we could say 51%. Let's just round it up, right? It's going to win more than half of the time versus this range. The pocket sixes, 50.1%. Slightly less than the king-queen suited. But still, given millions of boards, uh, those pocket sixes are going to win a little bit more than half of the time versus that 22% range. But what about that piddly 10-7 suited, right? Well, that has 37% pre-flop equity. So if you think about the situation, right, you're considering calling in the big blind with 10-7 suited. A lot of players make this call, but by doing so, you're handing your opponent bread and butter. You're giving them position as the pre-flop raiser, and you have a substandard hand, right? Do you really want to go post-flop with only 37% equity out of position against a player? Probably not. So 10-7 suited is probably a good hand to fold versus this 22% range. So to continue on with the theme of Flopzilla Pro on YouTube this week, I have to thank these incredible poker peeps for getting my Flopzilla Pro course recently. Chris Bursuk, Leroy Hunt, and Antonio Alta Murano. Thank you so much. You went to smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro course. You realize how important this software is to improving your skills. And of course, you picked up the course that's going to teach you everything you need to know about Flopzilla Pro. So you can get the Flopzilla Pro course just like these incredible poker peeps by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro course. So basic use number three is now range versus range equities. 
So here's another example. We're, you're still in the big blind. The cutoff opens to at a 22% and it's folded to you. You normally call with a 22% calling range. The show notes, the screenshot there is going to show you that your calling range doesn't contain pocket jacks or better, nor ace king. But your opponent, of course, he's the open raiser. He has those hands in his range. You only have 46% equity right here. It's not too bad. Uh, so you can definitely justify calling with this entire range right here. Here's a second example, though. Your big blind calling range is still 22%. But this time, you face an EP open raise, and you put them on just a small 10% range. That 10% range is pocket sixes and better, the strongest broadways, uh, both suited and offsuit. Well, your 22% range... If you call, you're only going to have 38% preflop equity against such a tight range. You can see through this example and utilizing Flopzilla how the tighter the range is, the more preflop equity it has against calling ranges. Okay, so basic use number four is range and board interaction. So when you enter in any range into Flopzilla, it shows you how frequently it hits various hand strengths over millions of different flops. So we've been talking about that 22% cutoff open raising range, right? Show notes page, you'll see a screenshot of this once again, tons of screenshots today. So that 22% open raising range, it hits top pair or better 27.3% of the time. And it hits the open-ended straight draws and the flush draws. You know, the best draws possible. It hits those 7.7% of the time. In total, the 22% range hits the flop for top pair or better, or an open-ended straight draw or better, 34% of the time. A little bit more than one out of every three. Not too bad, right? But the 10% open raising range, that hits top pair or better 36% of the time. And the best draws, 6% of the time. So in total... This range hits the flop 40.3%. Again, tighter ranges hold more equity pre-flop, and that's because they hit the strongest hands more frequently than those wider ranges do. And of course, I've said this many times in the podcast, and maybe you believe me, maybe you don't, but the math is right here in front of you. Flopzilla teaches you these equities, and the more you see them, they get ingrained uh, in your in in your mind, and you'll see them over and over again, develops that intuition, and you'll be making better uh, in-game choices because of it. So those were the four basic uses of Flopzilla. Let's talk about the expert use of Flopzilla, and that is hand reading. Hand reading is the number one skill in poker, and Flopzilla is the perfect software to help you develop this skill. Now, the art of hand reading, it's assigning your opponent a pre-flop range of hands based on how they enter the pot, then narrowing that range through the streets based on further actions. Hand reading is what's going to improve your skills more than any other thing that you can do along your poker journey. Now, I'm not going to dive into hand reading right now because I've covered it plenty of times in the past, but I do want to give you my number one resource for hand reading. It is a 3,700-word online page with three podcast episodes, four videos, and four challenges that teach you how to hand read. So go to smartpokerstudy.com slash handreading to begin learning this valuable skill with Flopzilla. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Practice with Flopzilla for 10 minutes per day to improve your range and hand equity understanding. And for God's sake, 
Learn to hand read right now. Now it's your turn to take action and shabba-dabba-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go out a book. Alrighty, your learning is not complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod408. You get a transcript for the episode today, screenshots to everything I discuss within Flopzilla Pro, the links to the videos, the links to the YouTube channel, and links to get my Flopzilla Pro course. So thank you so much for listening. Just head to the show notes page for everything, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod408. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.